Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. What's going on? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? How you doing? I'm your host, Grant Heffin. Get ready for another episode of Unpopular Opinion right here on Anchor. Uh, today is Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, I know I said I was going to be doing shows on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. And Tuesdays and Thursday slots were going to be uh, days if I, ha- if I wanted to have a guest on. Well, guess what? You hear my voice today because I have a guest on. Hey, Hatch, how you doing, man? All right. How you doing this morning? All right. How that weather down there, Alabama? It's always sunny in Bama. <laughs> sunny down there in Bama, huh? I hear no you. rain but shine. <laughs> I hear that. So let's just kick this show off, man. Uh, Josh Gordon to the Patriots. Uh, you know, the Browns had announced on, on Sunday that they were planning to release uh, Josh Gordon uh, uh, just so they can bait teams into getting uh, some offers. Uh, the Patriots came up with an offer, Josh Gordon going to the Patriots. How, how big is this? Uh, for Tom Brady, and do you think that this could work uh, between him and Josh Gordon? Uh, I, I look at it as it being big, real big for Brady because he they they got rid of uh, they let go of uh, what was the receiver Cooks. Uh, Amendola Cooks and Amendola yeah both of them yeah both of them walked in the all season so so they let they let Cooks and Amendola go so big losses. So this is possibly a big game for uh, New England because you got uh, Grunk who got shut down the other day. Uh, yeah. So they 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 need another big they need a big play receiver. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I definitely agree. I definitely agree because I mean you think about it right now, it's Grunk out there by himself, you know, because the Patriots don't yeah. have no type of running game. So it's not like, you know, they have to load the boss. They can sit back and play zone because they know Tom Brady also is not going to run, you know. So, um, you know, they, they get a guy in Josh Gordon who can put up big numbers and who's still got a lot left uh, in the yeah. game. They get right. uh, Edelman back after week four after his suspension because, you know, he's on a four-game suspension. So yeah. you get Edelman back uh, week four and then you add him with Grunk. 
So now, you know, you got Edelman who runs your little short, you know, your little, I'm a, I, we need a first down. I'm going to throw him the ball. He get us a first down. We got the, the big play receiver in Josh Gordon. And then we got Gronk who can kind of do some of everything. I, I think this works out perfectly for the Patriots. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a win for them. Uh, could it possibly be that we're looking at the New England Patriots of 2007? Randy Moss uh, but here. unfortunately, yeah, could could we be looking at something like that? I think so. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I will, I would think so. Not gonna say that I expect it, but I would think so. Well, Randy Moss said on Monday night uh, yesterday, he said, you know, um, if he comes in and he learns the playbook, because Josh McDaniels runs a very, you know, sophisticated offense. Man, and he can learn the playbook. He can have just as good as a year as I had. But if he don't, he could be Chad Johnson. And I definitely agree. It's either going to be Randy Moss or Chad Johnson. My my point exactly, and that's just what I was saying. Uh, so it's it's a toss up. He could be Randy Moss, Chad Johnson. Yeah, it, you know it's up to him. But which you know, I think this, this, I think he'll I think he'll pick up on the playbook. I, uh, yeah, he's a smart know, guy. Smart guy and everything. He went to Baylor. That's not a um. That's not a dumb school at all. It ain't no not, dummies going to Baylor. <laughs> no, not not at all. <laughs> and, and and he played in that system where uh, you know Baylor. Yeah, they know, do that. Down Baylor there. was so so now Baylor. You know Baylor. Baylor is there. So I would anticipate uh, you know him going in, you know, uh, learning to play, but getting everything together. I, I'm not going to expect him to go out and have a hundred yards against the Detroit Lions this Sunday because he just got there. But give it, give him two. And he's weeks. dealing with that ham, and he's dealing with that hamstring injury that he he messed up himself. But yeah, man, yeah. I listen. This is this is going to be monumental for Brady. I, I definitely yeah. think think that he that he's going to come in and learn the playbook. Like I said, he's not he's not dumb, uh, and he's ran you know sophisticated offenses and. Uh, in college, so you know, with all that motion and this and that, you know, so um, with Art Browns down there, so I I think he's gonna be primed to uh, to uh, learn that playbook and put up a big year for New England and definitely now the Super Bowl favorites in in, uh, in my mind. Yeah, but I, I do think I look at it as. Man, you know, you you sign, you pick up Josh Gordon. Why didn't you guys just go out there, uh, Dez Bryant? That's true. Dez Bryant is still out there, which I I foresee that happening mid season. I I foresee him landing in uh, New England. Definitely happen as well. Uh, you know, he's uh, and they will be needing another receiver alongside um. Jarvis Landry, you know, because he's not just going to be able to get it done uh, by himself.
Yo, I'm back again, man. Yo, we good? All right, yeah. we go hop, hop right back in there. Sorry, we, we we lost you guys. Uh, but yeah, I was saying that um, you know, getting getting Dez Bryant would 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 probably be um, would probably be um, beneficial to the Browns because they're gonna need somebody to go over there and help um Jarvis Landry out. Yeah. But uh, so, so I- let's go ahead. So I, that, that's what I foresee happening. Oh yeah! Unless, oh yeah! Unless, definitely. Unless the Patriots get bold and make another, uh, make another move and pick and up they, and they're known to do that too. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> but uh, the Steelers, man, um, I picked the Steelers at the beginning of the year to win the AFC North um, division, um, and I picked them because I thought they were going to have Le'Veon Bell. Big Ben and Antonio Brown. But when Le'Veon Bell decided to, to hold out, you know, uh, I knew right then it was going to be trouble. And, uh, you know, they start off the, the year, you know, they Big Ben has one of the worst games he's ever had. James Conner looked like the savior and everybody is all hyped on James Conner, you know. Oh, yeah, we don't need Le'Veon, you know. And hey, and I said from the beginning, James Conner is nice. I've seen him, you know, at Pittsburgh, you know, playing in the ACC. He's no Le'Veon, you know. Um, all the offensive linemen talking about they made uh, Le'Veon Bell, Big Ben talking about, you know, he 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 he's a selfish guy. He's a me guy. He's not a team guy. Antonio Brown was the only guy that that uh, stood up for him. Gonna be here when you're ready to come back. Now, now they 0-1-1, losing to the Chiefs, Antonio Brown, Matt on the sideline. Now, there's a tweet, you know, from one of the Steelers personnel, uh, you know, uh, and he basically said, we all know that Big Ben made Antonio Brown into a star because nobody would know who you are if you didn't have uh, Big Ben throwing you the ball. And now Antonio Brown retweeted that and said, trade me and we'll find out. This Steelers organization is really getting bad in a hurry. Uh, Do you think at the end of this year that they try to trade Antonio Brown? Uh, Yeah, I do. They'll let Antonio Brown go before they let Van Roethlisberger go, so – uh, at the end of the day, uh, he spoke his mind just like he spoke up for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, you know, why be somewhere where? Uh, so what do you? So what do you think about uh, the comment that Big Ben made Antonio Brown? You think Big Ben made Antonio or? Antonio has lifted Big Ben career. I, Which one? Or do you think or you think they, they kind of complement each other? They complement each other, but at the same time, uh people knew who Antonio Brown was before he got to Pittsburgh. Cause where did he go to school at? Uh uh I forgot where he went to uh college at. Okay, you know, people, you know. Nobody knew who Ben Roethlisberger was. I, I, I didn't. 
I didn't know who he was. Uh, so, you know, players compliment compliment you, and then players can make you. Uh, so yeah, to speak. Big Ben has had a solid. Yeah, Big Ben has had a solid career. Uh, you know, uh, he he's a two time Super Bowl champion. I mean, we can debate whether or not he was, you know, a major part in that, or whether he was, you know, led by defense. Uh, he's a two time Super Bowl champion. But I think Antonio Brown, um, like I said on RTS Sports uh, this morning, I think Antonio Brown uh, could go to any quarterback in the yes. NFL and put up right. these type numbers because of exactly. because of where he at as a receiver right. because he can run every route in the route tree yeah. from the short to the medium to the deep. He can do it all. So that works well with any quarterback, even if you want to deep and dunk. He can run the slants. He can run the drag. He can run all that. The out routes, you know, the comebacks. That stuff is right. easy for him. Right. You know, and he and he can take you on the post. He can take you on the fly route. So, Antonio Brown game can travel. Yeah. Uh, we've seen Big Ben start to dip off and drop off. So I, I mean, that feud there. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with the Steelers this year. They were my pick to win that AFC North, but now it don't even look like it. The Bengals is two and zero in that division already. My Cleveland Browns look. We can't get a kicker, you know. So I don't know. I don't. I right now, the the all bets for me is probably off on on, on the Steelers uh, winning that division. Yeah. So I, I would compare the AFC North to the NFC East. It's it's always up in the air. <laughs> so yeah, that yeah, I, man. Just when just when you think that it's gonna be good, a good year for one team, yep, they surprise you and do and do and do to, uh, horrible. So I, that's how it works. And and uh, you know, like you said, Antonio Brown could go anywhere. Shoot, Antonio Brown can go down to Jacksonville and put up good numbers. Antonio yeah. Brown can go to. <laughs> he'll make Borders look like a like a Pro Bowl quarterback. Yeah, he he can go to Antonio Brown can go to. Uh, Tennessee. He can go shoot, to Miami. Yeah, he can go to Miami, Detroit, and and put up good numbers. So, I uh, you know. Big Ben, for all I know, it could be just a media thing, just to, just as for Le'Veon, for him to say, man, let me hurry up and get back. Let me let me hurry up and go ahead on, because these guys, you know, I'm, I'm you know what? But that's what somebody said. That's what somebody said this morning. But you know what I said? I don't think he. I don't think he can come back right now, because uh, you know, after week one, the Steelers removed him from the depth chart. He's not even on the depth chart no more. Okay, so. so I think that now that relationship has gotten so bad that there's no coming back from it now. He's going to be gone until week 11 when he has to show up because he has to because if he doesn't, he's not eligible to become a free agent. So he's going to show up by week 11, yeah. you know, but and he's going to practice. He's not going to play. Uh, but, yeah, I think that relationship is, is done, you know. I, even when he comes back, I think that relationship is done. Do you know the offensive line – once the offensive, once you're beefing with the offensive line, the people that that's got a block for you, yeah. would you even feel safe going back there? No, I, I would not. That's that's like Willie Beeman talking all the yeah. noise on any given Sunday, and you know they the the, the line yeah. wasn't blocking for him. So you know you can't you can't uh no you can't yeah. you can't do that. Yeah, they beefing, they beefing the offensive line talking about I made you, I made you, and you know I did this for you. If it wasn't for us. You wouldn't be, you know, so I wouldn't want to run behind that. So, 
Shoot, I just sit on the sideline, collect my game checks, and go about my business. You that's know? it. And, you know, it, it, it's clearly not about money with Le'Veon because they offered him a lot of money. And even if he had played this season, he was going to make a lot of money, like 14 to $15 million or something like that. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money. But he wants the security to be paid like the Todd Gurley's. And the David Johnsons. And I think Le'Veon Bell is better than both of those backs. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. and they got paid. So I mean, Le'Veon should should get paid as well. I I, I wouldn't say now compare him to Gurley. Cause I've always been a Gurley fan. He he he's a monster. He's a beast. And you know, he showed that to me, he showed that at Georgia when they played Bama in the SEC championship game in one year. Uh, he just, you know, just ran through that Alabama D line uh, a couple of times. So I, I uh-huh. to say, I would say that even, but you know, shoot, hey, St. Gurley to Pittsburgh, and you know they won't miss a beat. <laughs> That's true. That's but, true. I I agree. I just think Le'Veon. To me, I also put it in 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 the realm of I think. Le'Veon has done it longer. Like, he's been consistent, you know? Uh, right. So, that's 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 where I come at it with, you know? He, he's been consistent. And even when he missed games, uh-huh. uh, he, he he's still been in the top of, of the league every single year as far as running backs. You know, this man is catching 75 passes a year, you know? He caught uh-huh. 75 passes last year, you know, on top of the 300 carries that they gave him. So over four hundred plus touches, and then you don't want to pay the man. So you is that that's why I look at it almost like the uh, the Demarco Murray situation with the um, Cowboys. You know, run run Demarco in the ground. Yeah, yeah, give him the carries. Yeah, yeah, and then in the all season, don't pay him. And, and now look where he's at, retired. Right. So these these organizations ain't got no love for you. Well, but moving you know, on to the uh, go ahead. But you know, a running back don't have the you know, shelf life. Yeah, they they their shelf life is what eight years, eight to ten years. If so, if you get that. Yeah. So you you know you you uh you, you don't have that much that long that long anyway. But you know, and like that, you said, that's why he wanted to get paid. Yeah. All that punishment he take. <laughs> but uh the um some college football, man. Uh, I know down there in Tuscaloosa, we're gonna get to that game. I know down there in Tuscaloosa, they got a um, they got a tough one, huh? They got a uh, they got a little um, a, a potential potential upset, but we're gonna go with the uh, Stanford at USC, Stanford number 17 in the country, uh, on the road. I'm sorry, I said USC. I'm sorry. At number twenty, Oregon, Stanford at Oregon. Um, which way are you leaning on this one? I'm I'm leaning towards Stanford, man, because they got a good running back. Uh, they got a good running back in the backfield. Yeah, Bryce man. Love is a monster. You know they still got a that 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 team. That's pretty much still the same team that they had with Christian McCaffrey back there. So. Hey, I'm 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 leaning towards Stanford on this. I I definitely have to agree, man. Uh I think Stanford is gonna win this. Uh I like that uh that JJ Arcega White, that uh, receiver that they have. Uh he's nice. Uh, you know, and then obviously, you know, they got Bryce Love uh, and he he is 
he's been slow to start this year, you know, only 40, he got 40 carries, you know, for 165 yards and a touchdown, you know, in his week four. So he hasn't, he hasn't had the Heisman uh, season that he, he would hope to be having, but, you know, I believe at any time he can get it, he can get it going at any point. And uh, what better time to do it than a, um, a uh, Pac-12 conference um, rival. Yeah. And I think so, I, I would say uh, it, it, I, I would call it just a close game. Yeah, you th- I, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be really, really close. Uh, if they can ever get that offense back to the same way that it was up, up under Chip Kelly, uh, Oregon can have some going. Uh, but I just don't think that they've that they've had enough. They they are undefeated. They are three and zero. Uh, so it's definitely it's definitely going to be a close one. I I don't see this one. Um, I don't see this one being you know anything crazy. But I definitely think uh, Stanford is going to take it. Now, uh, moving on, we got uh, number twenty two Texas A and M going down there to Tus- uh, Tuscaloosa to face uh, Alabama. Now I said on on my show on Monday that I believe Alabama is the best team in the country. Uh, Hands down, I don't. I don't think that there's no other team in college football right now, outside of maybe Georgia, that could beat you know uh, Alabama. You know, I, I, I also said on uh, on Facebook, you know, the team who wins the SEC, the team that win the SEC championship, is more likely probably going to be your national champions. What do you think about that? Uh, true, but it, the best team. May lose. Uh, so looking at the situation, Alabama's in the same situation how how it was uh, when Texas A and M first came into the conference, three and O. Texas A and M was undefeated, I think. Uh huh. And they they pulled off a shocker. Do I do I? That's the Johnny Manziel year, right? Yeah. Do I expect that to happen uh-huh. this year? I don't know. I'm not gonna say that it it will, and I'm not gonna say that it won't. But uh, will will Alabama score uh, 50 points again? I I doubt it. I highly doubt it because now we are in conference. first team, first team, and first team they ever do that. First you know, team, to score yeah. 50 points in the first three games of the season. Now, do I foresee that? No, I don't foresee that happening because. Uh, I don't. I just don't foresee it happening. Now, if it does, I do. I do. We, and let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because Alabama has got them a starting quarterback. Alabama has gotten them a quarterback that is that actually complements the defense. You know, he's not your okay. I'm gonna hand the ball off. I'm gonna probably throw it on. You know second and one or, you know, or if it's like third and three or something, you know, uh-huh. Alabama tour, that boy can put the ball on a rope. Yeah. Something Jalen Hurts couldn't do. Jalen Hurts could make plays because he's a playmaker, but Tua, he is a pure passer. I mean, you know, you see him stand in the pocket and just deliver. I had to turn the game off on, on Saturday. I couldn't even watch it no more. Yeah, because I said, yeah, I say because this this team is so good. The secondary is good. Like, and and obviously, uh, 
Alabama is always going to have a front seven, you know, guys that you don't even know about, but somehow at the end of the year, they got 12 sacks and, you know, they, they going in the first round. So you're never worried about the front seven, but now, and they always had, you know, big offensive line with two. Right. But, um, now they have a quarterback. I mean, listen, man, this, Alabama is the best team, and the only team I can see them losing to is Georgia. And right now, I don't think Georgia can 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 handle Alabama. But that's why you play the games. Now, what you just said is Alabama has a quarterback. Just two years ago, people were saying that about Jalen Hurts. Alabama got a quarterback. What we have here, Alabama got two quarterbacks. It just so happened. Jalen Hurts not the starter no more because what well, he, he doesn't have anything left to prove. He came in as a freshman and took him to the champ, national championship game. Fortunately, uh, Alabama unfortunately Alabama lost, uh, and people you know say oh the quarterback play he won the quarterback play, the, the, you know he scored two minutes left on the game. You know, the championship game against Clemson, Alabama committed penalties down in the red zone, something that that's you got to have discipline not to do. But you got two quarterbacks here that are – you got your left and your right. Uh, you got two guns. I call them two guns because that's, that's what they are. You know, one gun ain't firing. You know, the other one going to hit you. So, and what Tua has done for Jalen, because you, you see how – you see the difference now. So, Tua is, is, is making Jalen better. They made him better because he, he's throwing – a lot better now. Uh, what 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 possibly could happen? Hey, if Alabama go out Saturday and it's twenty eight nothing in the first quarter, okay. Of course you're gonna see what you always been seeing. Okay, Jalen, go in there and do his do your thing. So then I would say, okay, Alabama's unbeatable. If you got two quarterbacks that come in and put up three hundred yards in the same game, in the same game. So let me, it. so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you think that Jalen? Do you think that Jalen, uh, Jalen hurts red shirt, or do you think that he plays this season out and loses basically loses this year of eligibility, knowing that he's not going to be the starter? Well, like I say, he he, he doesn't have nothing to prove. Uh, he's gonna graduate. He's not gonna graduate. But if he wants to play, if he wants to play, he has he has a lot to lose with a year of eligibility and his hopes of making it to the NFL. Well, not really, because guess what? You can go in. How many quarterbacks come in uh, undrafted? You know, just sign free agent quarterbacks. Look at look at Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner undrafted. Uh. Maybe I mean, I agree. Of- I agree. But J- Jalen Hurts ain't the type of quarterback, you know, he's going to be on a short leash because he's he's challenged uh, in the passing game. You know, he's not a great passer. He's not going to I don't think I, I don't think his style of play is going to wow anybody uh, in the NFL unless you're a Lamar, um, a Lamar Jackson type talent, you know, four, three speeds, sprinter speed, you know. Uh, Jalen Hurts saying that he's just a big quarterback that can run. I mean, we've seen that before. 
he's like a poor man's Cam Newton, but like a way poor man's Cam Newton. Jalen Hurts was going to the league and be better than Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger got two Super Bowl rings. Cam Newton ain't got no Super Bowl ring. I don't know <laughs> so, about that now. Big Ben now. Jalen Hurts is nowhere near on that level. You got to You got to give him. I had to tell people all the time. You know, you got to give 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 the man an opportunity. Give him a chance. He had two years. He had two years, three different coordinators, and two four different. The man played. This is his third year. He's that. He's had four different offensive coordinators. No kind of quarterback coach. The closest quarterback he had, uh, Nick Saban, sent him sent him on his way. You know. Yeah, but you still have to make the throws. He wasn't making the throws. He overthrows receivers. You know, he he he's inaccurate to me. You know, uh, to me, he, he he's. Jalen Hurts to me is nothing more than just a a great athlete. He's a big body I, athlete, uh, but I, think I don't think he's as positive as, as as a passer as as you would want your quarterback to be. But you know, to me, and, and I, uh, somebody said this to me: his dad, his dad is a high school football coach. His dad coached, him. so his dad did that to him. You know, his dad didn't didn't polish him up enough. So you know, like like Nick Saban said, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do you. I'm gonna get you where you need to be. I'm gonna lead you to the water. Now you gotta drink it. So, Nick Saban, that that's Nick Saban's thing. You know, okay, I'm gonna get you ready for the NFL. Now it's on you to go out there and do your thing. Yeah, I mean, and but and I, you know, I said this on on uh, one of my shows probably like a month and a half ago or so. Um, and I said it's a the problem is with these black athletes is they're. They 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 come up and they're always the fastest. They they you know they faster than everybody. You know they they quicker than everybody. So the coach automatically put them at quarterback because they know, uh, they know in high school, middle school, you know, and even in college, if you got an athlete at quarterback, you can do a lot of things. Even if he's not as gifted, uh, throwing the ball, you know, as long as he 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 can make some of the throws every now and then. But he's going to get you a lot of your yards, a lot of your touchdowns with his feet. And they, these coaches know, oh, yeah, this is going to get me by, you know, especially in high school, you know. So then, you know, they get up to high school and, and nobody is teaching them, you know, good quarterback mechanics. All they're teaching them is, hey, just go score. Score any way you yeah. can. Then they get and to I, college and you got coaches like Bobby Petrino who don't really care about your passing. Just give me a lot of motion. Give me a lot of flash and go get me touchdowns. And then they get to the NFL and the NFL like, no, nah, we need you to be polished. And you're not that. Yeah. So, I mean, and I agree. That's why I say, you know, he give it the right person. He'll be all right. But I think, you know, overall, Alabama, I'm not going to say that they're a better team because the better team is over on the, in the SEC East. The better team won a conference championship last year. My, uh, the better team should have won the championship last year. Alabama just got lucky. Now, you know, they get back there and do it again and just, you know, go out all – go all out, you know, like they like Alabama did against uh, Notre Dame a couple of years ago. You know, they got to the they got to the championship game by luck in 2011. Uh-huh. They, they, the next season they went all out and got back there. Now, if Alabama can pull that off again this year, okay, yeah, you got the best team. And then you got a good solid recruiting class coming in behind. So 
who do you think is the best team? So you said the best team in college football is Georgia. I, I, I'm not, and I'm not a Georgia fan, and I would give Georgia that now. You think Georgia's the best team in, in college football? I would say Georgia's the best team in college football right it, now. It's not even close. Alabama is the best team in college football. You know, you know they, they, people, they are the best team. No, they are the best team. Y'all saying Alabama is the best team because, you know, they didn't put up 50 points in three straight games. You know, the best team, your best team is in the SEC East, you know. No, the best team is the, is in the SEC West, and they just happen to be the number one ranked team in the nation. Listen, so will man. You, will, 50, will, will, listen, you still, will, listen, will you still listen. say Alabama? If Alabama lose Saturday, and like I said, I'm an Alabama fan, Alabama lose on Saturday, are you still going to say they're the best team? I would still say Alabama is the best team because this is my I've, – I've always said this. I've always said this. Anybody can be beat on any given day for one time. You know, that, that's why basketball and baseball, you know, and hockey and all these things, they, they go by series because, you know, the better team will win over the course of a series. But for one game, one game, you know, Anybody can be beat. So yeah, if they lose to if they lose to the um to Texas AM, especially Texas AM, because Texas AM is a really good football team. I watched that Texas AM Clemson game. And you know, if it wasn't for that that call at the end, we may be talking, you know, a different story. Texas AM is a good football team. And losing to them, that's that's you know, that's not a shame. I mean, Jimbo Fisher, he's a decent coach, you know, and he know how to Put schemes together to confuse SEC defenses. He did it his whole time at uh at uh at Florida State. I think he was like yeah, he only, nine and he, you know like nine and two against the SEC teams. You what, know, including the win over Auburn in the national championship game. Well, yeah. So what, what I'm saying, okay, now and this will you know we're gonna have to move. I know, I know we're gonna have to move on, but okay, we talking about another Nick Saban teacher versus pupils because uh, it's in Nick Saban coaching tree. True. Uh, and he's which he's undefeated against. He hasn't lost against any of his former assistants. So, I, I, and that's why I say, uh, it, it's, it's going to be up in the air. You know, Nick Saban playing his former pupils. The games always tend to be somewhat close. I think this one is going to be a high scoring game. I think Alabama is going to put up about forty something points in this game. Um, but I think Jimbo Fisher is also going to put up some points. So, you know, I definitely, I, I definitely don't expect this one to be a runaway like the old Miss game was, sixty-two to seven. That's embarrassing, you know. Uh, you know, to do that on a conference. Well, that's a, that's 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 disrespectful. That's that's only because you know it was, it was a couple of years ago that Ole Miss beat Alabama two straight years, and you know the first year. Oh, Miss beat Alabama. Uh, that was at home, so you know, yeah, it was something to prove there. Now this Texas, yeah, and them sixty-two game, to seven, man. I don't it think it's going to be sixty-two to seven, but I think it's going to be pretty close. This might be. I would say for for Alabama, the way that they're playing every game that they're playing, it's going to always be a trap game because now it's that it's that expectation to go out and score over forty points. And the fact that you got a, a quarterback that can that can sling it and put it there on point, but I, like I keep telling people, 
you still got another quarterback in Jalen that could his, his. We always knew that he was a runner, but now he's showing that he done he done took some lessons this season. So, you know, I, I just had to sit uh, on, in Alabama's case for every game, and I keep saying it as long as you keep bringing on show, it's just a wait and see, wait and see game. I hear you. All right, so uh, let's go on to um, to the final question I got for you. Uh, we've had two ties back-to-back weeks in the NFL. Um, you think ties, good thing or bad thing for the NFL? And, do you, and if you think it's bad, uh, what do you suggest uh, they do about it? These ties, I, I think they need to do away with them because you don't see them in college football no more. You, you don't see nobody tying up. You let them play it out till somebody win. You know, I think they need to do the overtime rule like how college football do. You know, uh, but still keep the, you know, still, you know, take away the time clock in the game. You know, do, still yeah. do, still do with the kickoff and everything, but do away the time clock because a tie is hurting because you know, somebody might go, uh, what, you know, how, how, how can you go eight, seven, and one? Yeah, or that's eight, crazy. Eight, six, and one. And, you know, and not make the playoffs or whatever, or still make the playoffs. So I, I think they need to get rid of the tie because it, it, it hurts more than it doesn't hurt. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think. You know, there's just no place for a tie in uh, pro sports. Because it, it, it might be a division game, and that game might determine, you know, how do you determine who's your divisional champion? Or, you know, how do you determine that, that you know, who's going to get into the playoff? That's, that, that's absolutely correct. Uh, but, hey, man, I appreciate you for coming on the show again. Every time I need you, uh, you always right there for me. I appreciate you for coming on the show. Uh, got anything before we get no, out of here? Stay up and stay blessed, man. Stay up, stay blessed. And I look forward to being on the next uh, show. Hey. Oh, yeah, man. I appreciate you. Hey, thank All you. Right. See you guys.